Suddenly, Heidelin Dia's life was about to take a turn for the unexpected. It all came down to one moment in time after five years of planning, suffering and endurance. Her final lift in the women's 55 kilograms weight class was met with silence as she made her way to the platform. 126 kilograms was the winning weight for Chinese competitor Liao. Diaz appeared confident. Focused. She repeated the phrase that had helped her go this far in the competition, extend your torso. Deadlift. A single action she had one final opportunity to make history for her country by becoming the first Filipino to win an Olympic gold medal. As the buzzer rang to mark a successful lift, she was overcome with emotion as she held 127 kilograms of metal perilously above her head. As a 30-year-old woman, she had finally gained the victory of her dreams. Due to a variety of factors, Heidelin Dia's path had been challenging for him. The attitude she encountered as a child influenced her current outlook on life. As a result of being held in a foreign nation for one year because of COVID that's in addition to the fact that in 2019 she was designated an enemy of the state. A thin gray line for visual presentation. In 1924, the Philippines sent only one participant to the Olympics, sprinter David Nepomuceno, and that was all they had in Paris. The lady who broke the country's 97-year drought by winning the country's first Olympic gold medal was born in 1991 in Zamboanga Metropolis, a city with a population of about 1 million people in the south of the country. Diaz's father worked as a tricycle driver and her mother was a full-time homemaker, raising six children. When a cousin introduced her to weightlifting at the age of 11, much to her mother's displeasure, she took it up. People won't like you when you get older, your mother warned me. It's a sport for males alone. If you follow my advice, you'll gain a lot of muscle and avoid becoming pregnant it's Heidelin Dia's opinion. I continued to do it because it was something I enjoyed doing. However, as time went on, and she saw how much I was enjoying it and the advantages it provided, including my high school scholarship, she began to support me. Diaz was a talented artist. Six years later, she was battling it out on the world's biggest stage. Despite being just 17 years old when she competed at the Beijing Olympics, she came in second place in a field of 12. At the London 2012 Olympics, she was the flag bearer for her country, but the games ended in heartbreak as she failed to raise her opening weight three times. Everyone, though, was optimistic about the future. Heidelin Diaz, the first Filipino woman to win an Olympic medal, is now juggling a successful sporting career with her duties as a pilot in the Philippine Air Force. Heidelin Diaz had already made a name for herself on the world stage before the Tokyo 2020, winning gold at the 2018 Asian Games and bronze at the 2017 and 2019 World Championships. Read more. Top 5 Athletes with the Most Gold Medals in Olympics Winter Olympics and World Cup are among the major athletic events. Scheduled for 2022 players who made an impression this week, Senior Bowl 2022. Then, only a year before the Games were to begin in Japan, something unexpected happened. President Rodrigo Duterte of the Philippines was assassinated in a plot allegedly orchestrated by Diaz in 2019. It has been a turbulent year for Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte, who was elected by an overwhelming margin in 2016 on the promise of a hardline approach to combating crime and corruption. And probe into alleged crimes against humanity during his government's deadly drug war was asked for by the International Criminal Court in June. In addition to representatives of Duterte's detractors from the political left, including the Nobel Peace Prize co-winner Maria, there were also celebrities and journalists.
Rodel Jamie, a Filipino blogger who was detained in 2019 for allegedly distributing internet videos stating that President Rodrigo Duterte and his supporters were involved in the drug trade, has since been linked to Diaz's inclusion on the list. In the beginning, Diaz was bewildered by it all. Her online bullying from supporters of President Rodrigo Duterte began at that time, as well people who knew her were next in line of fire. It came to her while she was in the middle of a training session, she recalls. They were gossiping about my father. I was astonished, but I was even more hurt when my family was implicated. Then I broke down and cried. Even though I was being bombarded with negative messages on social media, I was completely unaware of what was going on. Weird things are happening, and they're attacking me for something that doesn't even exist. I was simply so focused on getting ready for the Olympics that I completely neglected everything else. Despite the difficulties, I was able to conquer them with the help of those who had faith in me. As a result, DS's mental health suffered greatly. As a result of the epidemic. In early 2020, Diaz and her crew were stranded in Malaysia, where she was training, with no idea when they would be able to travel to the United States again. A new training plan was devised by Diaz's fiancé and coach, Julius Naranjo, using the restricted resources of their leased Kuala Lumpur apartment. With the parking lot as their cardio area, they used bamboo poles to hang water bottles from as makeshift weights. There will be an announcement from P&O Ferries later in the day, therefore the firm has put a halt to service. No ships were ordered to leave port, but the ferry company said it was not going out of business. RMT urged the company to protect jobs amid rumors that hundreds of crew members could be dismissed and replaced with foreign labor. Passengers have been advised to use other providers after several of today's scheduled sailings were cancelled. P&O has 14 trips between Dover and Calais, 3 between Liverpool and Dublin, and 7 between Larnan County Antrim and Cairnryan in Dumfries and Galloway scheduled for today. The organization has warned its members that if they leave their ships after docking, they risk being locked out of their positions. There is no going back now. We will not be deterred Jeff Martin, an RMT spokesman, stated. A P&O employee working on a P&O ship has told the BBC that his colleagues on board have refused to disembark and are instead in their cabins refusing to work. This is a worry Grant Shapps informed MPs in the Commons that he will be taking action later today, including making sure his officers are having urgent meetings with P&O. A representative for P&O Ferries indicated that, P&O Ferries will not be shut down. In preparation for a company announcement, we've instructed all ships to approach the dock. Passengers should make other travel arrangements while P&O services are suspended. Read more colon sixth largest indoor water parks in the world related article colon 2022 world's five most expensive luxury yachts read more budget holiday, top five cheapest places to visit in the world 2022. If you've purchased a ticket for a Dover-Calais crossing planned to take place between 11 o'clock and 12 p.m. on Sunday, you may want to consider using the services of a competing ferry company, such as DFDS, which is also operating on the route. Staff at DFDS are trying to take some of the passengers in between Dover and Calais where we can, and we have the ability to do so, the company's capacity and passenger manager Chris Parker said. Greater than regretfully, P&O ferry services are unable to run for the next few hours. Our port teams will guide you and travel will be arranged via an alternative operator. Greater than. Greater than we apologize for the inconvenience this will have on your journey plans. Greater than. 
Greater than P and O Fairies Updates, at Pawfarius Update, March 17, 2022. Stability in the Long-Term P and O Statement P and O Statement will safeguard the long-term survival of P and O Fairies and has the full support of Dubai-based DP World, which purchased the ferry operator for £322 million in 2019. More than 10 million people a year were transported by P&O before the pandemic and 15% of the UK's total cargo was transported by the company. Over 4,000 people are employed by the company, according to its official site. As with many other transportation companies, it was forced to make 1,110 layoffs following the epidemic due to a drop in demand. That happened when the government rescue of £150 million was rejected. The whole ferry industry has been destroyed by the COVID problem, a marine official has told the BBC. Because British and French sailors are more expensive to employ than other nationalities, they cited this as a reason. As of this afternoon, Lauren Shaw and her husband were scheduled to travel by ship from Cairnryan to Larn on P&O. After receiving the phone call at 10 a.m. stating that there were no sailings today, she says she was not given an explanation as to why. Due to the lack of new information, the couple has been traveling to the port, where they live four hours away, in the hopes of receiving some sort of update. There is no certainty that we will be placed on Steno Line if we get at the port as planned, as Lauren explains. It's very aggravating, he said.